back to Only the Important Stuff. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. First guest of the new year is my brother uh, from the same mother, Mr. Justin Patrick Heinrich. I had him on the pod on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve into New Year's Day, whatever you want to call it. And we chapped it up, talked a little bit of Vikings, college football, Minnesota sports misery, and most importantly, his brand new baby. So with all that being said, let's get into it. Happy New Year, everybody. All right, welcome back to the pod, brother. How's it going? Good. Happy New Year, man. Yeah, Happy New Year. To, yeah, this is this is big. This is the first pod of 2023. 12.21 a.m. 21 minutes into 2023, and we are recording a podcast. Our wives finally went to bed, question mark? Jen might be asleep. Courtney's definitely not asleep. Oh yeah, well, well, yeah. I guess we should. We gotta. We gotta lead off with that, right? Like, can't can't miss the highlight. Yeah, you had a baby. We have a baby. Yeah, she's good. A little Logan. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Shout um, out Logan. Yeah, shout out. Uh, yeah. So Courtney's up there with her now, trying to put her to sleep. Trying, and we're down here. <laughs> we are in the basement. Um, fireworks are going off outside in South Dakota, which is a, a different thing than that happens in Minnesota. That just def- definitely has never happened there. No, they're legal here. You no, can, yeah, yeah, no, I know. It's just all year you can just shoot. Yeah, them off. <laughs> I guess I never put two and two together that people would just shoot them off. It on, could be Tuesday, August fourteenth, and you can just have a fireworks show if you want. All right, cool. Yeah, it's a cool thing about a lot of good things about South Dakota. Also, thirty racks of bush lighter, twenty bucks. Yeah. That was a shocker today when I yeah. went into a gas station. Yeah. I was like, I'll take three of those. <laughs> uh, no, alcohol. Well, there's a small, it's, there is a tax on alcohol and tobacco, but it's significantly smaller than Minnesota. Oh, not even close. It's not even close. Not even close. God, when I used to chew, dude, like chewing tobacco in this state was like $1.50. Yeah, I bet. Back then? No, it's like five, but. Yeah. Still, it was like a buck fifty when yeah. I was in college. It's nuts. But anyways, we're burying the lead. You had a baby. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Logan. <laughs> um, yeah, she's good. You guys got to meet her. Um, she's still. I mean, she just turned a month, so she's she's fresh. She's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's good. She's, you know, rooting around, and you know, she's moving. She's trying to move her head as much as she can. Yeah. We're doing all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, but it's crazy. I we, this first New Year's we haven't spent in Deadwood. That's your tr- usual plan, or yeah, usual we, deal? we always go to Deadwood. We ski one day for some weird reason. Like with the leap years, the last like five years, New Year's Day has either fallen on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Mm. Like with the leap year in there, it like skipped a few days, and then it just yeah. like went back to a weekend again. Um, huh. So it always like timed out well. Um, skiing out there in early January is not great, but, sure. uh, yeah, we've always gone out there and it's a, it's a zoo. I bet. Um, but it's fun. And then this year we were in sweats all day, uh, and just hung out. Yeah. Made a fantastic meal. It was very good. I was, was impressed good. by that. I was not expecting that out of you guys with a one month old baby. Nor was I, I was planning <laughs> on just like putting something on the smoker and chilling all day and then Courtney's like I don't want that and I was like okay we'll do this <laughs> change your plans speaking of all day though we're gonna get back to the baby 
Uh, I'm not trying to bury the lead, but I've had two for almost 10 years now, so it's kind of old news to me. But today, fantastic electric day of football. Yes. I'm not sure we've ever seen a better college football playoff thing yet. No. Generally, semifinal? semifinal, yeah. I always get that confused, by the way. Semifinal, quarterfinal. I don't know why. That Why? I don't know. Because quarter is fourths. Yeah, but that means there's eight left. <laughs> right, my my brain is going to melt. I understand Mine's that. melting right now. Right, but a quarter is a fourth of a team. Yeah. So one of four. So if there's four teams left, why wouldn't that be the quarter? No, there's finals? four games. I get that now. Now we're saying it's it's a game situation, not a team situation. Yeah, so semi, there's two. Okay. Quarter four. Yep. Elite. What? Actually, no, no that's go weird because elite. elite eight is, in basketball is eight teams. Right. Four games. They don't call it the quarterfinals. See, I'm not as dumb as I look. Okay. Not as dumb as I look. This, by the way, uh, we have not been drinking heavily all day, but we have been drinking all day. So, all day. So this could get a little hairy here. We're going on 12 and a half <laughs> hours of drinking, um, which I did not expect to do. And then you just like, you want a Bloody Mary? And I was like, oh, I mean, I don't have to pull my leg that hard to get me to drink one of those. And then they just started drinking. Yeah. Well, and I'm not a big, I didn't like, I didn't have one. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big Bloody Mary fan. I had an orange beer mm-hmm. um, for the uneducated. That's just or- a little bit of orange juice and a light beer. Yeah, breakfast beer. It's one of Ben's favorite moves. Yeah, it's a great move. Never had one. You should have forced that on me. Just saying. We have orange juice left. Well, we'll do that tomorrow <laughs> before I get in a car for five hours. Um, no, but Courtney, like Courtney, just had a. We obviously just had a baby, so mm-hmm. and she's not, you know, boozing, but she's like, I kind of, I kind of want a Bloody Mary, yeah. and I want a mimosa, and I for want, sure, you know, a glass of wine. So she's, absolutely. She's like, oh, they're coming down. Like, let's get a Bloody Mary bar and, like, get stuff ready to go. And, like, we had the full setup. We had beef sticks and celery yeah. and bacon and pickles and it's glorious lime. Like, we did the rim thing. Like, she did the whole thing. Salt, so. Salted rim. Yep. Yeah. It's glorious, man. Yeah, you guys were uh, – you definitely, like, hosted way more than I would have ever expected you to, all things considered, because um, you have a newborn baby. Yeah. Right. Uh, had somebody come to visit me a month after my baby was born, I'd have been like, fend for your fucking selves. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm dealing with a screaming child most of the day. Uh, I can go get pizza if you want, but that's about all I'm doing. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, <laughs> Courtney's a great host. Um, and I try, but she's, I'm back at work and she's, you know, mm-hmm. home with baby. And she's like, I feel bad. I'm not like cleaning it. And I'm like, it's Jeff and Jen and the kids and the traveling zoo. Like, yeah. they don't care what the house looks like. Nope, not do, at all. Do they have a bed to sleep in? That's pretty much it. Right. Well, and we're going to make your house dirtier than it was before you got <laughs> right. here. So, so it's like. If anything, we should like, like, hire a cleaning service for after we leave. You need to mop and do all this. And I'm like, cool. I will, but I'm saying. Yeah, it's a stupid idea. They don't really care. No. <laughs> nope. I mean, dude, so we have a cleaning uh, service, cleaning lady person i'm not sure what we're calling this whole concept nowadays um <laughs> that comes and you know they mop you know they do the whole thing right and the house looks fantastic 
fantastic. They leave at, let's say, 1 o'clock. By 2 o'clock, you can't tell the floors have been mopped with our dogs. Yeah. It's so it's frustrating, but it's just the life we've chose, and it's the path we're on for the next 10 years now. Yeah, it's – I <laughs> had not seen these two. I'd never met Tina. Oh, that's right. I don't right. think. Had I met Tina? I don't think so. We were up there in the fall. Oh, no, yeah. No, you you guys came up. She was tiny, though. She was a bit, yeah. She was a lot smaller. Yeah, and even Dave was tiny. Yeah. But, yeah. like, they showed up here. They came to the front door. <laughs> and you're like, well. And Dave was taller. That Like, we have a little, like, you know, five-stair, you know, you know Porch. up to the second level, and then it's a landing, and then keep going, whatever. And he's just, his whole, like, shoulders and head is above that. And I was like, what? The fuck yeah. happened to that dog? Yeah. <laughs> Heaven, it happens quick. It sneaks up. And we had like food on the ca- like not a ton of food on the counter, but I'm like, okay, never mind. This is just not working. Yep. Can't do this because he's right. he doesn't even have to reach. He just is like, oh, I'm here. Right. Anyways. Yeah. So you guys did it. You, you know, you treated us well. Thank you. It yeah. Was it unexpected. Was, uh, it was fun to have you guys down. Absolutely. That was fun. Absolutely. And, you know, if you 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 obviously have kids and me out there, it's uh. Traveling with a baby is not fun, so. No. It was great to have you guys here and, you know. Well, yeah. Like, we got to get, we had to get down. Yeah. Um, obviously, we didn't want to, like, go until next year before we met the baby. Makes it sound like we don't see each other that often. That's not true. So, yeah, we just wanted to get down as soon as we could, but we also knew Christmas was probably going to be a shit show, and then it was with storms and the Not weather right. and everything so yada 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 yeah thankfully this one worked out um barely you got stuck today <laughs> we're really we're all over the road here <laughs> no yeah no. is we Hell lost a start yeah is your name ross <laughs> just kidding no and ross i have some things to say to you <laughs> um yeah i did get stuck in your it's not your driveway you live on a sort of a hill and you're like the last place in Sioux Falls to get plowed. So my minivan did not make it up. Uh, we had to like scrape the snow ourselves off the road <laughs> and wait for it to melt. And then we gunned it. Sandbags. And- like mm-hmm. it, was, it was a deal. Uh, I do want to, I don't want to like shit on your minivan because the plow that came here last night also got stuck. Yeah. Like it wasn't just Jeff's minivan. No, that's fair. Yeah, ten thousand pound. I don't know. I don't know much that way. Uh, yeah, it's a road grader. Yeah, it got stuck down here. Yeah. So, and apparently it's happened multiple times. Yeah. According to your neighbor, broke yeah, sidewalk last year. Broke sidewalk last year, and he's still <laughs> fighting the city to get it fixed. Well, he fixed Jesus. it, but he's fighting the city for the bill. Jesus Christ! Kind of like city planning that they do here. Let this thing happen. This is nuts. Oh, we don't have one. This is crazy. South Dakota's wild west. Well, yeah, do whatever you want. You want to build a house here? Sure, go ahead. It's a forty-five grade, not a problem. And you won't get plowed for, no. or you won't get uh, snow plows for two days. North facing forty-five percent grade, so it gets no sun. Yeah, this will work. Uh, yeah, but as you mentioned, we've been drinking all day, so we figured let's let's do a podcast here. Kick off the new year, right? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy Chrysler! All the things. Monica, Kwanzaa. All the Boxing things. Boxing day. Ooh. Keep going. Are you out? You had a holidays. Uh, 
Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. all I got. Yep. Right on. Uh, but no, so before we get into baby talk, because this should be a fun podcast. Mm-hmm. This is the first one of the year. Um, I got to ask, are you a fan or are you a fanatic? I'm a fan. Okay. I'm a cynic. Oh, you're a cynic. I, would you call yourself one? With respect to what? Sports. Specifically, the teams you root for. Like today, I was getting play-by-play through you for the first playoff game because I was making dinner and mm-hmm. Courtney was feeding the baby and I was like, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a ton of things going on, so I wasn't really paying attention. But I would have loved to like just sit and watch both those games like uninterrupted. Yeah. like, And I would have been on the edge of my seat and I don't give a flying fuck about any of those four games. Right. I would agree with that. Like, that's just, like, I'm a sports fanatic in terms of good games. Mm-hmm. But I'm a fan of my teams because I'm cynical and I know that they will always just let me know. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm a cynic. I'm jaded. I don't know if those words mean the same thing or not. I'm guarded. Right? Um... For what you've mentioned, right? But I also want to try to have a positive outlook. Right? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like always expecting the worst. I now, am. now when the wheels like, you know, how you get like the the light in your car when the tire pressure is low. Yeah. Right. As soon as that hits for me, with respect to like the Vikings, uh, I it's time for me to sell the car and buy a new one. Right versus, well, just put some air in the tire and everything will get back on track. Right? right. It's like, no, nope, right, the cars, right. it's right. it's 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 done. It's done. It lost a little bit of air pressure. It's over. Don't even sell it. Yep. Leave it on the side of the road. Yep. This thing was the death of me. Yeah. Throw the keys to <laughs> the first person you see. Walk the fuck away. Like that's it's how quick I am. But I do have like a ton of hope that they will like pull through but then as soon as something bad happens i'm like well shit here we go again right you know i so i'm not i don't know i'm not cynical i don't always assume they're gonna let me down i do and i haven't been on this earth as long as you have to see it Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't remember 98 yeah i'm sure i watched the game with dad but i don't remember it wasn't great i remember 2009 it also wasn't great and they're just always... 41 Donut. Yeah, 41 Donut. Like, I... Blair Walsh, wide left. Yeah. And, I mean, Blair Walsh, they weren't going to win the Super Bowl that year. They were not no, a good team. But, but those it just always happens. And then this year... Extravagant. Yeah. They keep pulling shit out of their ass. And right. Like, it's like, is this the year? And then I in the back of my head, I'm like, no. It's not. Because... And then I just start listening to the reasons. Their defense is trash. Their offensive line... Just randomly has awful games. Darius uh, you know what? You, you go down the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know that in the back of my mind, if they get to the NFC Championship, I will be happy, and I will watch the game, and that will be a twenty-one point deficit by halftime and then i will 
just get as drunk as possible to forget the second half. The other side of that coin is all the things you said are true, and they're twelve and three. And they, I know it's just like it can't keep happening. Well, okay, but why not? I don't have a reason, right? Like that's I, actually, where I have a reason. <laughs> no, I, I, I sent this to you. Yeah, no, I know, I I know where you're going with this. It's just a it's a cursed sports state, but are, yeah, again. The Twins won two World Series titles. Like, it can happen. I don't want to win every year. I just want us to win once. And so, like, again, this is where I'm trying to come at it with a little bit of optimism in saying, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. And I'm the first, I've said it on this. Yeah. On Ben's show. Right? Like, you can go back and listen. I, I, I have said negative things about them. It is what it is. But at the same time, they're twelve and three, and they keep pulling out fucking wins. They they do, and they won in Buffalo. That thing gives me so much crazy. That was the that optimism. Was, that was the most fun football game I've seen as a Vikings fan. Like we got on, we were on Facetime. So like mm-hmm. it was a insane game. You were ahead of us because you have cable, and the rest of us in the group text have YouTube TV. So we were like, well. I have a podcast, so I have cable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Is that a write-off? <laughs> yeah, well, let's make it one. No, I... uh, no, but that was like that was insane. But also in the because of my pessimism. Is that yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm a pessimist mm-hmm. and a cynic, and I just hate a lot of things. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we won the game. And I was super happy. But in the back of my mind, there's this little piece that's saying the Vikings didn't win that game. The Bills lost it. Hmm. If they just don't fumble that snap, which has never, I've, I've never seen that happen. Yeah. If he just sneaks for two yards and then they run the ball for two yards and then punt, we don't win the game. Mm-hmm. But like it's that easy. But. But they did. So it's like, if what is, we'd have just what's happening? got it in on fourth and one, which is also like, right? Like, that's another thing. It's like, why didn't we do it? Because we weren't, that, that, like, I, my brain just doesn't, it's not wired to say no, we I won know. that game. I totally get it. I get where you're coming from. My brain is wired to say the Bills lost it. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. I 100% get where you're coming from. And I, and maybe it's just a byproduct of where I'm at in my life. And see, this is where I would say you're almost like a you. I think that that level or that outlook on things almost makes you a fanatic. I'll never associate with anyone who calls themselves a fanatic. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, and the reason I say that, right, is it, it you care? Now, let me back that up. I do care. Hundred percent. Right and. You're all you're you are one hundred percent always prepping for the worst. And so like I I had been there and now it's more just about uh enjoying it for what it is. Right. And it's a sporting event that brings me together with my friends and we talk about it, right? We're talking about it on a right. podcast. You and I will talk about it on texts, whatever, right? 
that allows me to have like moments of joy in my life and I'm enjoying it and I'm looking at it and saying, I don't want to have this negative thought of this. This is fun as hell. And my friends and I have all been, you know, we've all been invested in this this year, good, bad, or otherwise. Right. And it's been a hell of a ride. And I'm thankful for that. And if it turns into a Super Bowl, which it could, I'm super excited about. Um, if it's a first-round playoff exit, still excited about it. It was still a fun year. That's kind of how I'm looking at it, right? Like, I, yeah, anything I can't, could happen. I, yeah. yeah. Right? And so that's where I'm coming at it, right? Like, anything could happen. That's the way the playoffs is 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 wired, Right. Any given Sunday, they made a movie about it. Al Pacino, yeah. Jamie Foxx, let's go. Um, this defense, though. I know. It's <laughs> trash, but this offense, though. I know, I know. I know they take two and a half quarters off, and they just forget what they're doing in the second and third quarter and sometimes into the fourth. But fourth quarter, Kirk, is a thing this year, my man. He's got, he's got eight. Fourth quarter wins this year? Yeah, he's got a lot. Or nine. It's eight or nine. It's either eight or nine. It's the most in a season ever. We could talk about this for three hours. He's been clutch as fuck this year, dude. He has. And he's not doing the dumb. Kirk, I love you. I also hate you. But I'm very happy you stopped doing the weird self-sack thing. Where, like, pocket (laughs) breaks down. I forgot about that. You just fall over. (laughs) Yep. Like yeah. I'm glad you're like move a little bit. You're, he's not, you're an athletic guy. He's he not. Is. I mean, he's not running a ton, but he's doing enough to like buy himself an extra half a second, which is all he needs to do. And for the last however many years he's been on the Vikings, mm-hmm. pocket breaks down, he just crumble like the old Eli Manning. Like, oh, I can't move. I just I'm just gonna right. fall to not lose more yards. Right. And it's like, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're a little more mobile. I. You're still a nerd. But yeah. I appreciate you and your trying spread. to change. I mean, I I would say he's changed a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's great. Like, I don't think he's a great quarterback, right? I wouldn't pick him over a lot of people. But he has done – he's doing really – I mean, He's doing great. Here's, here's what I will say. <laughs> and I like to think I know a little bit about football. Um, A little. A little. Not a, not as much. I'll as give you a, a little. A lot of people, but <laughs> I like to think I know a little bit. Um, he in the past he has always been the checkdown king, mm-hmm. and he finally realized I have the best receiver in football. Mm-hmm. Throw it, yeah. Like, give him a chance, and he's doing it. And it's does it work out every time? Obviously not. But the Bills game, there's like there's half a dozen examples of when he's like. Like Joe Burrow said, fuck it. JJ's down there somewhere. Like just throw it. And he catches it. 100%. Instead of third and 15, check down for three yards. Spin zone. Is Joe Burrow good? I don't know. Is he good because of. No, well, he is. (laughs) Joe Burrow's good. I'm kidding. Joe Burrow. (laughs) Yeah, he's good. (laughs) I would. Oh, I almost said I would do like another Herschel Walker trade for Joe Burrow, but I wouldn't do that because it costs the Vikings 20 years. Mm-hmm. 
And it gave the, it gave the Cowboys three Super, three Super Bowls. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah, don't do that. But no, I wouldn't do that. But I he is. Yeah, like he's like you said, he's realized that he's taking chances. He's slinging it downfield. You know how much of that is KOC versus Zimmer? I don't know. All of it. I would assume. Um, but I just love. I love how aggressive they are. You can move the mic around. You might hear I just some don't feedback. Move, I don't want to move the wire. It's fine. We got we got some wiring issues here. Um, but yeah, it's I I try to look at it with a dose of optimism. That's kind of how I'm approaching it, and I'm envious of that. And I I think I'm there because of so many years of being jaded and just kind of saying, ah, that's not fun. And that's not making me happy. Do you think you do it this. like because Jack now like cares about it and like no, watches if it, it? No, if anything, what and so like he's into it, but he's not that into it. Kay. It's it's weird. Like he wants to know the score all the time, but he very rarely sits down and watches a game. Like, like he'll pop in. Yeah, he's in and out of the house. Yeah. as games are going on, and and or running back to the driveway, and like. I'm standing there with a neighbor, and he checks in on the game, and then they're you know he grabs a drink of water and he runs right. off. Um, very rarely does he watch a full game with me. Uh, maybe we've probably watched two this year full together. Um, most of the time, yeah, like I said, he's just out running with with his friends. But he more he's more into everything else NFL related. He's just. He knows, like, the Atlanta Falcons record. He knows the name of really? the stadium. Dude, YouTube's a wild deal. Oh, I suppose, if yeah. I could, he can like, just find anything. Yeah, he watches these guys who, like, do stadium rankings, who do, you know, weekly recaps. I, I don't know. He just finds these people on there, and he knows all this shit. <laughs> and he knows more about the state of the league than I do. I will say that wholeheartedly. Did you hear Mariotti got hurt? <laughs> like he was telling when you you were making dinner today, he was telling me, and I don't know if this is true, so I might need to fact check my son. Um, he was telling me, Dad, if Jacksonville win like wins out, they'll be the seventh seed. That is like he is was breaking true. down playoff scenarios for yeah. me, and I was like, Dude, I don't fucking. He just know. pulled that out of thin air. Yeah, I don't know where. And again, this <laughs> welcome to the mind of an eight year old. This is how eight year olds work, man. Um, or we were watching. You were watching like TCU Michigan, and he just randomly like yes, start <laughs> Jacksonville wins. Told me a Jacksonville Jaguars fact. Um, that's, that's how their little awesome. brains work. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Also, don't care. Like that's not on. It's not in my sphere of of thought at this moment, son. Thank you though. Um, because it didn't have anything to do with the Vikings, right? Like, I know the Vikings are 12-3. and three. I don't know what other playoff scenarios there are. Right. I, I just don't. I used to be into that shit. I yeah. don't. I don't know now. Well, it's too, it's too hard to follow. Like, Correct. I will follow it if the Vikings or the Twins or the Wolves or, you know, whoever is, like, on the bubble. But mm-hmm. the Vikings are not. They won the division. Mm-hmm. For sure. They're going to host playoff game. So, I'm like, I don't care who's. 100%. I will say, if the Packers somehow sneak in, I don't want to play them. Is that your nightmare scenario? Yes. They So, they play the Packers 
tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, in like 24 hours. Yeah. Less than, sorry. Whoa. Time. It's a bitch. Um, they beat the Vikings tomorrow. They went out. They get in. They're, they need some other things to happen, but it is a possibility. Very likely. Yeah. If they win out. Yeah. If they win out, it's very likely. Yeah. Because a couple of the other things that they need to have happen, like they're in control of. Right. They need to beat. They need. Well, and the, this is the issue with the NFC East being so bad. And I'm speaking out of my ass. Mm-hmm. But the Giants and Commanders both lost last week. Yeah. And if either of them would have won, they would have, like, yes. there would have been no chance that the Packers would have. Right. Or not no chance, but it would have made it harder for them to get in. Well, I think it would have eliminated them. Maybe. But they both lost and the Lions lost. Mm-hmm. So it opened this door. And yes. now it's like, this is where Rodgers comes back to kill me. Right. And I want him dead. Correct. Yes. Wanted him dead for 10 years and mm-hmm. he's still alive. Yep. Yeah. But it, yeah. So nightmare scenario, they beat us tomorrow. They make the playoffs. We play them first round and they knock us and out. At home. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a real kick in the dick. The <laughs> one solace I will have in that. Is they won't win the Super Bowl. No. And then God, no. they'll come back next year and maybe they win 13 games in the regular season and they won't win the Super Bowl next year. Mm-hmm. And they will have gone and then Rodgers will probably retire because he wants to go do mushrooms and smoke ayahuasca and do all that stuff, which is fine. Yeah. I think you drink ayahuasca though. Drink it? Yeah, I'm tea. Nick now. It's a T. Yep, you are. It's okay. I'm Nick now. <laughs> yeah, you're Nick. Let's <laughs> call back, folks. Welcome to drugs. <laughs> um, but that my that my one silver lining in that, if they lose somehow in the first round of the Packers this year, is that the Packers will have gone from when did Favre start? Ninety three. I don't know. Some early nineties time. Mm-hmm. They'll have gone thirty years with a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback on their team mm-hmm. and have only won two Super Bowls. Which is... Two more than we have. Two more than we have. <laughs> I will. I agree. I would love one. But they should have like they should five have. or six. Should have four or five. You and they just can't get yeah. past the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So that is... Yeah. That being said, I just don't see that happening. Um, no. Well, I don't know where the Lions game is when the Packers play the Lions. I don't know if that's at Lambeau or not. I don't care. I'd like to think the Lions will get them. I hope so. I'd li- I, I honestly. Dan Campbell's a, he's a beast. I think we beat them tomorrow, the Packers. I will say that that is one thing that I like O'Connell for is he's. he's been, I don't think he's going to be like, we're already in. No. It doesn't matter. So he's doing a unique approach to it, which I find super smart. And maybe you've noticed, but there's a lot of guys getting a lot of plays off in games. Yeah, like Cook didn't play the second half last week. Correct. He rests him for long periods of the game. Yeah. 
and that's and he's said essentially that's how he's prepping for the playoffs. He's not instead of giving guy a week off. He's not saying we're not playing this week, right? Because we got this locked up. He's just lightening the workload significantly, so that they're a little bit so that they're fresher and still in game shape. Because I've always hated that. I've always hated the well. Let's take the week off mentality. Um, yeah. So that's what he's been doing, which is a sneaky kind of way to go about that. I like it. Yeah, because the rest versus rust argument is like as old as time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's better or worse. I think, I mean, it's a crapshoot. I think the only thing that matters is being hot. Right. When you're hot, you stay hot. Which is what scares me about the Packers, because if they just keep winning, it's like they're going in with a five-game That does make them dangerous. Streak. That does make them dangerous. And like, Christian Watson is hurt, which he's been dangerous the last, you know, six weeks or so, mm-hmm. whatever. This isn't a Packers podcast. Fuck the Packers. But I do like that approach by O'Connell. So what do you think, how do you, what do you think happens this week? How do you think this plays? Well, I want a score prediction. <laughs> I don't want a score prediction. Do you think they win? I don't. I think the Vikings. Uh, I don't think the Vikings cover, so they lose by more than three. I think they. Oh, that's right. I don't think they win. Okay. Line was a line open at three and a half, two and a half, three and a half. Um, which is essentially a pick them because it's at Lambeau. Okay. But I don't think they cover. So I don't think they win. Well, uh, twenty, no, thirty-one, twenty-one Packers. I'm optimistic, Jeff. It's a break from my norm. It's a new year. It's a new year, new leaf, right? No, not a new leaf. It's uh, yeah, new year. But no, I think I think the Vikings actually went out. I think they fucking smoke them tomorrow. I think tomorrow, the game that I feel like most people feel like we're gonna lose. Like I hope I'm wrong. Is the game that they show out and they like put their stamp on the end of the season, and then next year they or next week they will win because Chicago is just awful. So I think they end up fourteen and three, okay, and lock up the two seed. That's so if they thought. end up fourteen and three, well, if they end up fourteen and three, Jalen Hurts I don't is not playing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles lose, they'll obviously be tied record-wise. If if the Vikings were to win and the Eagles were to lose, they'd be tied record-wise. They have the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. He will play week 18. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that I'm – like the Vikings will play for the one seed if they're tied with the Eagles in week 17. Mm-hmm. It's fine with me. No, I agree. Stay hot. Yeah, no, I agree. If somehow the Vikings went out and the Eagles managed to lose out, Mm-hmm. Going into the playoffs. Oh, first round loss then for us. The, yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, we somehow got the one seed? Miraculously? I'm kidding. No. No. Uh, I don't. Then I would be excited. If we're the two seed, no matter what happens, I'd be like, well, we have to go to Philly. We're not winning that game. I think we would. As crazy as that is. You're an insane person. It might be. No, I am. But I do think we would beat them again if we played them. 
I just don't see it happen. I mean, I I hope to God they do, but I just first of all, now nah, we'll get into that later. Well, I know. Okay, I'll I'll just get into it. We only it was twenty four seven. Yeah, it wasn't a terrible. Ter- it wasn't the Cowboys' loss. No, right? It was twenty four seven, and. We were still like figuring out who the fuck we were. That's fair. As a team, right? Like they didn't quite know what they were going to be yet. I think they all know where they're at now. That's fair. Um, I think the Eagles surprised the shit out of everybody with respect to like how good they were going to be and how big of a step Jalen Hurts was going to take. Yeah. And now we've got a full season of tape on him. Right, like, and they have this confidence of knowing, oh, we beat the shit out of them already, and that overconfidence is a killer, right? And so I do think we would beat them if we played them again. I don't think we will play them again. I hope not. I just I just don't think we'll play them again if we win out. I think – I don't think it will happen. Yeah, I'm, hey, to be honest, I'm more worried about the Niners. Anyways, yeah. so that's a whole other conversation. So that was football talk. That was us on football. But the college football thing today was fucking fantastic. That was, that's where this road started. Yeah, that's <laughs> how. Yeah, we're back on it. It's a windy road, folks, but we're back on it. Um, those are two of the best games I've seen in the playoffs in a long time, minus like a championship game. So those two are like remind me of Texas USC. A little bit, yeah. Like it was just back and forth. Like that's still the greatest game like, I've ever seen in my life. I agree. That'll. Not, I don't know if that can be topped. Mm-mm. Be um, tough. Like college football wise, haymakers just back and yep. forth. Like it didn't stop. No. Um. Anytime, like it was. Yeah, that was a great day of football. Yeah, and and these were close. You know, didn't have that. To me, didn't have that feel because one team was always up most of the game. Like especially in the TCU game, they were just always up. But they yeah. they would throw a punch. They got out to a lead, and then you know Michigan threw a punch, and then they punched right back. Right. You know, and so that was a lot of fun to see. Whereas you know the Texas USC game, I mean, the lead was changing every single touchdown. That was nuts. Right. And then this, then the fucking Ohio State Georgia game, man, that was. I thought Ohio State was going to pull it out, and they should have. Their kicker just beefed it. That was, yeah, wide left. That was awful. It wasn't. It wasn't even wide left. He just oh, he it. no. He, it was a hard hook. Yeah, like that's that's when you're the on ball the, was going yeah. sideways. Like it was not a mm-hmm. going to be close. That's so the club. The club flew out of his hands when he hit that one. Yeah. He was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> like that he was knew tough it to instantly. Watch. That's brutal. Um. But yeah, so those were those were fun, and they should have won, and that would have been crazy. Just, I mean, I think Ohio State would. That to me felt like the national championship. In a weird way, yes. But I also feel like Ohio State was the team that everybody was like, "Should we let them in?" Sure. So it was like, I don't know. I feel like if I'll say this today was point. Number one, end of reason for points as to why the college football playoff needs to be expanded. Well, it is. Like tomorrow. No, they already agreed. I think it's... Next year. 
Is it next year? I don't know. I'm just saying it needs to happen. They like, announced 12 team. No, I know, but I feel like that's a ways out. I don't know what year it is. I could. Uh, do we have a producer? I, Tina. <laughs> Tina. Um, get on the internet web. We could just look this up, but. Get on your handheld computer, Tina, and, and look it up. Um, they announced it. I want to say it starts. It, it's not next year, so. 2024, maybe. But yeah, they're doing 12. And that's the thing, like Alabama. They could they beat have the a case. hell out of K State. Yeah. And there's always going to be blowouts. It is what it is. But, you know, that's just, that's what, like, more teams being in gives people a shot. Everybody thought TCU was going to get just curb stomped. Right. And they were the ones doing the curb stomping today. Yeah. I bet on sweet. I bet on Michigan. Like, I thought I was like. Idiot. And I would have taken it. Like, if, if I would have paid any more attention, I probably would have taken, like, an alternate line at a higher spread. Sure. <laughs> so, like, there's no way TCU is as athletic as them. Right. But it. Oh. Dwyer and I were talking about this, and we were like, are we going to see a Michigan-Ohio State like championship game? And I was like, I hope not. And he's like, well, that's – like, I think that's the only upset potential is Ohio State winning. Michigan just out-athletes them everywhere. Every position. <laughs> and it didn't matter. Whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, yeah, but it was a great day of football. Like, even the early – like, Alabama – Mm-hmm. Key State game, like K State jumped out to an early lead, and then For Alabama, sure. Alabama, and they did Alabama. You know they did what they did, but yeah, it was a good day of football. It was fun to finally see like a semifinal that was super competitive and yeah, like interesting to watch. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, so the reason why I was here, obviously, you had a baby, man. Well, no, let's back up. Let's back up. We're going to get into the baby thing eventually at some point. We're sitting here. We're now, I don't know, an hour into the new year. We've had, we've been drinking all day. We're, we're drinking some, what, Prosecco? Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Uh, it was a gift to, to my to Courtney. From, from. And mom accidentally opened it? No. Uh, mom doesn't like. Champagne. She doesn't like champagne, and she doesn't like dry wine. So Courtney mixed this with some Chambord to make it like a little fruity. Mm. And she liked it, but she only had one glass, and now we have a whole bottle open. Got to drink it before it goes bad. Anyways, that's basically cashed. And uh, we are staring at a case of bush apple, and that's what's going down the gullets now. So cheers to us. Cheers to a 2023. Is there any left in that? Do I need to cash it? Yep. All right. So cheers to us. Cheers to a 2020. A, a I think healthy, this, this should have been the start of the podcast. It should have been. Maybe I'll cut it up. I doubt I will. <laughs> I'm probably just going to post it. But, yeah, cheers to us. Cheers. A uh, little, little Prosecco. Kind of tastes like champagne. I don't know what champagne tastes like. I don't think either. As far as I know, well, I don't, I don't know the difference either. They might be the same thing. And then champagne is like that uh, one. It might be the only look like drink that is like it's only champagne if it comes from the Champagne region of France. I I know mm. that's a fact. Mm. And then there's like sparkling wine, which is like everything else. Okay, we'll go with it. I'll just run with that. Yeah, based on your ayahuasca Facts. take. Yeah. <laughs> 
But no, we are staring down the barrel of Bush Apple. Uh, I don't know where you found that, but I'm glad you did. And we're going to suck on that as we talk about you having a baby. Yeah. So, first, I just want to know, like, from your perspective, what that day was like, right? You, 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 of course, at the doctor, all right, we're, we're doing this tonight, you know, like, what was going through your head? And there, and so the reason why, right, is you're in the fucking thick of it now, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's great, but it is like, it's constant. Yeah, you don't know what day it is. I thought uh, the whole, this whole week I was with day behind. Because <laughs> of the holiday. Or sure. I was like, I woke, I, I went to work on Tuesday, thought it was Monday. Sure. And then, like, I was just, I just never got back up. Yeah. And it's just hard to remember all this stuff. And so, might as well, like, put it out there. So that you have some record of this yeah. as soon as possible, right? Because I mean, you heard Jen talking, right? Like she, she was super good about Jack's baby book, and you know, did all these things, and then like forgot to do Jocelyn's, and now we can't remember like some of the things that went through our heads, right? So, yeah, a little bit of like memorializing it for you. Yeah, it was hectic. Uh, mm-hmm. We had always planned to induce at thirty nine weeks because the Heinrich. Gene is very strong, and we have giant babies. Or, we are giants. Shout out. Uh, How big were you? I was 10-something. I don't okay. remember. You were you were five good months. Try. You were five, six months old when you were born. Yep. yep. It was a good try on your part. Yeah. Uh, Jen was also, well, she was nine-something? I think she was 10 pounds. She was, yeah. Like, we were big babies. Yep. Um, Dad was 13. So it was worth. So yeah. was grandpa. That those in the in the fifties and I, in the right nineteen twelve. Right. I can't imagine yeah. that. Uh, anyways, um, so so you were a little worried about it. So was my wife. Yeah, we were a little worried about it. So we and the doctor knew. So we planned to induce thirty nine weeks. Um, she goes in for a thirty eight week appointment, which was actually like, and this messed my brain up. It was like always, we were always like four days behind the actual mm-hmm. date of the week because I don't have much going on on Tuesdays. So Courtney scheduled her appointments on Tuesdays. Yeah. So I could go. Sure. Um, so her actual appointment was 38 weeks and four days. Yeah. So it wasn't like we were, you know, a full week ahead, but. So if we do some rounding, you're at 39 weeks. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Math. Uh, not a math guy. Um. So she goes in for a regular appointment. She has high blood pressure. They tested it a few times. Um, and then she calls me and she goes, hey, we're going to have a baby. And I was like, what? Because mm-hmm. I had planned on like having somebody cover for me for work um, based on the plan. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you make a plan, doesn't work out. Uh, Which will come to the next 18 years of yeah, your Yeah, so it didn't. So the whole afternoon... Um, you were scrambling. I was scrambling okay. to try and get everything done. Sure. For the next two weeks. Cause I was planning on taking the second half of the week to like do that. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I had to do it in six hours. Yeah. Uh, 
And then we just were in the hospital, you know. So I finally get all that done. Everything turned out okay for work. You know, works, work, whatever. Um, and we get to the hospital and nope. they're like. What did you do before you went to the hospital? Oh, we went to dinner. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, yeah, Court was like, let's go on a date before we go in. Just, you know, it's kind of smart. It was not, I will say this, it was not a, like, emergent induction they did some tests on her while she was in there on that appointment and they were like yeah this isn't like you need to stay here and we're going to induce you right, right now right like go home pack a bag yeah and then come back tonight sure so we weren't on like a strict timeline but yeah we went on a, we went on a little date had some dinner mm-hmm. um and then we go in and it was it's our first baby so they're you know trying to prep us for like a long labor yeah um so I'm thinking, you know, it was Wednesday at night. I think we're going to be there till, you know, have baby on like Friday. Be there Jesus till Christ. Sunday. Well, you're getting induced. Like, yeah. But they're like, it probably <laughs> won't happen till Thursday night, maybe Friday morning. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, that just seems okay. like a long time. Yeah, it's an incredibly long time. Um, but I think they just try and prep you for the worst case. For scenario. the worst case scenario. Sure. Yeah. You know, relatively speaking. Sure. In terms of that. Okay. But uh, we get in, and yeah, she was born the next morning at 9.45 uh, a.m., November 30th, 2022, the year of our Lord. <laughs> Shout out. I love when people say that. It just weirds <laughs> me out. Uh, so. Yeah, now it's just been a whirlwind of like. Right, so. You you were you were in the hospital for roughly twelve hours prior to the baby being born. Yeah, right. Um, you know, you go in the room. Court's having contractions. Is she yelling at you? Is she? No. What she are was, you doing? I slept. Wow. <laughs> Did no. you really? Uh, so she was having contractions. Until like 3 a.m. Okay. And then she got her upper, she called for her epidural. So she got her epidural around like 1.30 a.m., I believe. And then like by the time it like kicked in, she was like, you know, she couldn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So she was able to like rest. Mm-hmm. She's like, you should get some sleep. Okay. And I am apparently the world's heaviest sleeper. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I knew I was a heavy sleeper, but. Mm-hmm. I think the rest of us knew that. Yeah. I slept very hard for like four or five hours. Yeah. So she started having like contractions that were harder. And then they, you know, Logan was, her heartbeat was like jumping all over the place. So they were a little concerned. Okay. So they're like moving Courtney around. Meanwhile, I'm just zonked out on the couch right next to her. (laughs) And she can't wake me up. So there's like, you know, four or five nurses in the room. Like, she's had an epidural, so she can't move. Like, she can't roll over. Dude. So they're like rolling her around. And she's like trying to wake me up. She called me on my cell phone from four feet away to try and wake me up. And I didn't answer. Jesus Christ. So finally a nurse woke me up. Uh, and then it was like, you know. 
probably four, hours, three hours after that, maybe. Um, Logan was born. Yeah, I was just out, <laughs> cold. <laughs> I mean, oh, I can't even fathom falling asleep while my wife is giving labor. I I was planning on saying I was like I was like, I'll go get another cup of coffee like I'll do whatever and she's like no you should get some sleep because I had been up since you know five thirty the morning before sure I finally get to sleep it's three a.m. and she's thinking she in her brain is thinking we won't have this baby until tonight or mm-hmm. tomorrow okay so she's like go to get some sleep I'm like she was comfortable so I passed out and I was just dead. Dead. Clearly, yeah, yeah. dead. Because like nurses are in there, the, it, all the lights little, are on. Like, it's, yeah, like, like bells daylight. and whistles yeah. are going <laughs> like, off. There's alarms going off, like, <laughs> and I'm just dead ass asleep. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ, dude! So when you woke up, like, what went through your head? Were you like, "What the fuck is happening"? It wasn't at that point yet. It was still like she was only dilated, like a you know half wave. I think it's like five centimeters. Is like okay. half. I don't know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So there's still like some time to pass. Um, so it wasn't like I woke up and a baby like popped out. Right. Um, right. Right, but right. Right. It was very much like the nurses were in there more often. Courtney mm-hmm. was super uncomfortable. Um, As one is in that scenario. Yeah. And I'm still like, I need coffee. Like I'm still like, I'm awake, but I'm like. <laughs> I'm worried I'm just going to, like, run into something or, like, you know. Sure. Do, I don't know, hit something I shouldn't. I don't know. Uh, Okay. Yeah, and then a couple hours later, Logan came out. Courtney only pushed, like, 20 minutes. She was, like, she was a, she was awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, super quick in that. Did you watch? I stayed north of the wall. They had a wall up? No. Or are you just the metaphorical the, the wall? metaphorical North wall. of the equator. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it was tough because Courtney had a mirror. <laughs> she was watching? Yeah. They put like this giant mirror down there so wow. she could see. Wow. Yeah. And so I'm like, not only am I north, like I'm trying. Yeah, you're just I like, can, like staring at a wall. Yeah, generally like you can like still like look at the doctor, but I was like, I can't even look down there because if I see that mirror... And I was like, you know, I can see whatever. I, I'm in surgery all the time. I see blood. I see yep, all this sure. nasty shit all the time. Sure. But I was like, I don't, I can't see that. Okay. And I don't think Courtney would want me to see it either because it's not a pretty sight. Well, no. But she's like, <laughs> she's like, is you okay if I get a mirror? And I'm like, sure. Do whatever like, you Are want. Are you sure? And I'm like, it's, you're having a baby here. Like, you <laughs> yeah. do whatever you need to do. I'm here. Yeah. Just to be here. Like, I'll stare at your earlobe. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then it was it was quick, though. It was 20, 30 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Logan's healthy. You know, she was healthy. They didn't have to do a ton of stuff. She was a little cold, which I didn't know was a thing. Okay. So they had to, like, worry. They were worried about her, like, body temperature for, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. And then once they warmed her up, she was fine, all good. So that yeah. was a relief too. Like no complications after the fact or anything like that, which is you know all you care about for sure. It's not you know 
gender and all that stuff that people, you know, think it's about. It's yeah, is it is healthy? His baby healthy and his mom healthy. Correct. That's it. Correct. Totally. Like, so, like, it. when the baby was born, right? They, you know, pull it out. You know, throw it on Courtney's chest. Right? Like, what's going through your head at that time? In the moment, was there shit everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Logan shit the second she came out and it was everywhere. And the nurses just didn't seem to care. <laughs> Which apparently that means it's not a big deal. But it's we were both like Yeah, it's not. No, I know, but I'm like, is no one gonna wipe any of it? Like they weren't wiping any of it up. Like it's on the floor, it's on the bed, it's on her, it's on like it's all over the baby. Like I'm like it's, no one cares about this. And even Courtney's like because she wanted to do skin to skin, mm-hmm. but she also wanted her to get like <laughs> cleaned, cleaned up at some point. Sure. And they're just like, they just left her there. And she's like, there's shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Can we do something? And they're like, no, just keep doing skin to skin. So it was, that was like, looking back, it was very funny. Like just the fact that we were the only ones in the room that seemed yeah. to like notice it. And they... Just we kept bringing it up, and they just like <laughs> they just could not have cared less. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah, so no, it's I mean it's a and it's like a black tar. Mm-hmm. It's not like poop. It I mean it it is it is but it doesn't smell. It's like it's just like it's just this weird. Yeah. You'll <laughs> never see that type of shit anywhere in your life, other than right when a baby is born. Yeah. Um <laughs> but other, so once you got over over the the, the, shit, the shit being everywhere. It's so shit on the walls. <laughs> shit on the ceiling. Once you got over that like what went through your head? Like was it it was, more, I, it was like a relief that the baby was there. Yeah, and like that she was healthy. Yep. Mom was healthy. Mhm. Cuz there was like a little bit of worry that because of Courtney had high, like called gestational hypertension, mm-hmm. uh, like high blood pressure due to pregnancy. Yep. Um, so there was a little worry there, and then I didn't know this at the time. Like I was sleeping when this was happening, but Logan's heart rate was like all over the place. Okay. Which is why Courtney was trying to wake me up mm-hmm. to know to notify me. Yeah. <laughs> me of this. Uh, so. Once, like, everything was, like, in the clear, it was just, like, a relief of, like, okay. Logan's here. She's healthy. Mom's healthy. Yeah. We're good. Let's just, like, you know, do what we need to do and get up to the next, you know. They move you out of that room and they take you to, like, the recovery room and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just relax and just, like, sure. enjoy it and... You know, was, did, did you have like this overwhelming feeling? Was it a, was it life changing? Like, was it as yeah. life changing as like you know you hear about? Yeah, I still like. We'll just be like talking, and I'll just like start laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome for sure. Like, it's just like, it's just wild. I mean, I wait. We waited a long time to. 
I waited a long time to propose, mm-hmm. which caused us to wait a long time to have kids. Yep. Um, but I wanted to be, you know, fairly well in a financial spot and all that stuff, sure. you know, before we did it. Um, but it, it's just like, it's just wild, like thinking of what we would do a year ago or two years ago or, mm-hmm. you know, two months ago. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I know for me, when Jack was born, you know, I had heard about it, about the whole, oh my God, this is just like, it's, you can't even comprehend, you know, the emotions that you'll feel and that experience and everything. And honestly, I live my life with a healthy sense of skepticism. And like, right, cynicism for things, right? And so part of me was like, is that just people saying that because they feel like they need to say that? But when it, when we went through that, like it was just this wild wave of emotions that like just hit you. And it, I'm yeah. sure it's a little different for fathers over the mothers, right? Because we're not, you know, obviously we're part of the process 10 months earlier, but then everything that takes place up until that day, like we really have nothing to do with. Right. Right. And then on that day, the baby comes and it's, you know, it's real, it's here. It's now a thing that exists in the world. And you're just like, holy shit. Like, there it is. That's my kid. And it like, I don't know for me, like it, it definitely like rocked me like to the core and made me just like kind of like take a step back and go, wow. Yeah, it was, it's still like, <clears throat> it's, cra- I mean, it's crazy, but uh, I don't, I just don't think about like, and she's still, I mean, she barely, she's a month and a day old, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't think about what are we going to do as like Courtney and I anymore. It's like, where is mm-hmm. she, what's she going to do for her? What sports is she going to be into? What, mm-hmm. you know, activities is she going to like? What, is she going to play an instrument? Like, I'm, like my brain is just always yeah. thinking about her. It's not, what am I going to do this weekend? Sure. It's, what is she going to do in a year? What is she going to do? Like, when yeah. is she going to learn to talk? When is she going to learn to walk? Which is a big change. You guys were busy people. Yeah. A lot of weddings. <laughs> it's a whole like other conversation. Right? Like, now it's... <laughs> Those those things are. It is like your whole mindset just shifts though to. I don't give a shit about me anymore, for sure. And it was always, and I don't want to say it was always me, but it was always us. Mm-hmm. And now it's just her, for sure. Like I, I don't <clears throat> care if I have a new coat or you know anything like, mm-hmm. anything like that. It's just what does she need? What do I need to do for her? Mm-hmm. And all that you know. That yeah. Stuff. Totally. And she's a month old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was, so fast forward, how long were you in the hospital after she was born? We stayed a full two days after okay. she was born. So we left Fri- Friday okay. morning-ish. So fast forward to Friday morning. You're leaving the hospital. What's going through your head? 
With a baby. I can't believe they're letting us take a baby out of here. Right? Isn't that so wild? Like, and it's super tiny. Yeah. They were, they were just like, like, hey, watch these three videos. Well, you got you watched videos. Well, no, because they were like, <laughs> the videos, I don't know if I should say this, because we didn't watch any of them, but it's like, don't shake your baby. Don't put a pillow over your baby's face and, like, feed your baby. Like, so we were like, okay, well, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yep. So we turned him on and realized what was happening. And we were like, okay, let's just mute the TV. And yeah. yeah. Like, we're not going to do that. Yep. Um, and then the checkout was essentially they watch you put him in the car seat. Correct. And then they just take you out. That's the only instructions you get yeah. as a new parent. Like, at least that we got. Was yeah. the only, like checks that occur are can you put this child in a car seat yeah and is it secured in the car right and then they just let you go and you're just off <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you get a i so when t- you, i drove like 15 miles an hour home for sure i was like i do not feel i was like not comfortable <laughs> in the car at all <laughs> And then you walk in the door, and what goes through your head? Well, now what? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And then it just turns into, you know, she's, that's where, it, then it turned into like, okay, I just need to, you know, assist where I can, because I can't. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're, you know, we're not doing formula, so I can't feed her. Right. Um, so, it just turns into, can I change a diaper, like, can I? What do you need? Like, can I mm-hmm. do laundry? Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I turned into that kind of stuff. Um, and then and we, you know, it's we had her in winter, in late November. So, and RSV is like really bad this year. Mm-hmm. So it turned into, do we want people coming over? Mm-hmm. Do we want little kids coming over? Because little kids are just like. For sure. factories. Yeah. You know, if they're in school or in daycare, they're just always sick. Mm-hmm. So it turned into that, like, conversation of, like, how do we approach this with family and friends? Yeah, and especially all that in a stuff. post-COVID world. Right. Right. So we have, hand, I mean, we have hand sanitizer everywhere, and most people are pretty good. Like, if their kids are sick, they will, you know, just wait a week or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I would say COVID did change that where they're like, we're not, it's not worth the risk of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and I mean, ish, right. I think like most responsible people with children all kind of, kind of know that whole thing, right. Of like a babies are super susceptible. B kids are just this life or not life but like they 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 run viruses through houses right right and so i mean because we had our babies pre-covid and there were multiple times we had plans to like go hang out with friends to go you know do x y or z and you know day of literally like two three hours before you know somebody sends a text hey so-and-so is not feeling good we're not going to make it. And they just kind of like give the common courtesy to like not get everybody else sick because everybody else had young kids 
and they'll pick it up without a doubt and get it to give it to your house, and then you have to deal with it for the next three four weeks right. because everybody's right. got to go through the cycle, and nobody you don't all go through it at once, um, and vice versa. It like you know when we had younger kids like because our kids were you know cesspools. Most of my friends had older kids, and so like when we were gonna go see him, we'd be like, "Hey, Jack's got a runny nose, or Jack's got a cough. He's not feeling 100. percent Let us know if you feel comfortable with a, you know us coming or not." And you know, fifty fifty. Sometimes people are like, "Yeah, no worries." Other times you're like, "Yeah, it'd probably be better if you stay home." You just kind of like that's life, right? <clears throat> Only worse now, do. yeah, right, where people are like super germ conscious of that. I think. I think so, yeah. so too. I mean, it, and it probably for the best in terms of babies. For sure. 100%, dude. Like, if I can't imagine that, like, you know, anything like anything bad happening for a baby or a small child, like mm-hmm. the worst nightmares type scenario stuff. And it's like, yeah. It's just not, <clears throat> to me, it's not worth the risk. No. No, 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 no. Well, and it's not worth the risk on a very, like, serious level, on a very um, superficial. I mean, it's not even superficial. It's just so fucking annoying, like, when your house gets hit with something. Right. Like that, because it literally will run through each one of you. At different times. Consecutively. Yeah. Over, like, the next two to three weeks. Right. I don't know why we all can't get it at once. I don't know why it doesn't work like that, but it doesn't. It yeah. never has. <laughs> like, you know, the mom gets, you know, the kid's sick, and then the mom, and then the dad, and then the other kid, or whatever, in some some order like that. That's the way it works. It's super frustrating. And it's just a pain in the ass, but it'll wreck your shit for yeah. three, four weeks. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing you can do. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> it's just part of having a kid. Yep. Um, Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So so now, you know, you're, you're, you're home, you're in it. Right, you are, I don't want to say you have routines because you have a newborn and there's no such thing yet, but, you know, what's it been like for you these first four weeks, first month? It's been, I mean, it's been awesome. For sure. It's just like every day is, like you said, there is no routine, so it's, you know, every hour is hectic like she can go from sleeping to i don't know you know freaking out and losing her mind mm-hmm. in two seconds mm-hmm. um and she does she's not a huge fan of uh of sleep mm-hmm. or me which is frustrating mm-hmm. on a certain level but i also get it um mm-hmm. And I also feel like I'm trying to give Courtney breaks, you know, when I can, because she's with her all day. Um, yep. So, yeah, it's just like it's super hectic. And like like you said, there is there is no routines yet because she's so young. So she's – every day is different. And it's exciting and it's like fun, but it's also just like really frustrating. Yeah. At a certain point, it's, we want to like sleep. And mm-hmm. do all that stuff, and I know that doesn't change at a certain level for a long time. Eh. I mean, you sleep, but it's like you know, 
once they get to the age where they're out late, you know, you go back to, oh yeah, you know, waking yeah, up yeah. and like, you're, you know, worrying about yeah. them. And like, it's just like, you, you worry about, that's a long ways down the road. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been interesting is like just trying to navigate the day to day because mm-hmm. her day to day is she has no concept of time or yeah anything work nothing right nothing. like so she's mm-hmm. awake when she's awake and she's asleep when she's asleep and mm-hmm. then we can't control any of it or try yeah. and push her in any direction yet for sure um it's coming where we will be like we're gonna put you in your crib and you know stay there for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. whether you cry or not you're staying in there yeah uh, but it's we're not there yet uh but I'm looking forward to that. I'm also trying not to like look forward to stuff like in the future because I want everybody mm-hmm. says like p- stay in the now with sure. the baby because it goes super fast and it's gone. Like yeah, so I'm trying not to do that too often. Mm-hmm. But there is times at one a.m. where I'm like, please go to sleep. Totally, you know. <laughs> so, mean, dude, that's not uncommon. I know it's not. It's, it's not just unnatural. Like, um, and yes, you should enjoy it. That's all, you know, it's important to, to try and remember the joyful moments. Right? There are a lot. It's fun. hundred percent. But it is. It's also hard not to see past the stress. Right. Right. Uh, cause it is, and it is stressful, right? The lack of sleep, the not you know by nature humans are creatures of habit right that's just what we are we like our routines we like to you know whether it's working out or at a certain time in the day or you know we generally all have our own routines with how we eat and you know how you wind down at night and so on and so forth and you know these things completely wreck that Right and throw you all Correct. out of whack, which like gets your whole system, you know. So it, it it is stressful, and yes, it's it's enjoyable, but you know, um, gosh, it, like you you do just, I don't know, you got to get through it, and it sounds super stupid to say that, right? Um, especially like knowing people who've lost children, right? You know, you you sound you feel like a selfish prick saying that. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know how else to get, how else to vocalize that because it's hard. It is hard being a parent. Right. That doesn't take away from like it being hard to lose a child. No, right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, there's, it's not a comparison game. It never, you know, it shouldn't be in any stretch of the imagination. Right. Without a doubt, right? You know. And so that's my only advice is, like, you just got to get through it, right? Like, you got to know, like, you're in the shit and it sucks and it's it's just going to suck for a while. And it is what it is. Find those moments of joy when you can, like, when you have them, when she's awake and she's smiling and she's not screaming at you, right? Um, but also know, like, it's going to, like, it will change in a, in a period of time. In a super short period of time. That's a Correct. where it's like I don't want to try and think past it because 
in like two months, she's not going to do that anymore. You 100%. know, it's just like time moves so fast with her that small. For sure. And I'm sure, you know, you'll have these like little mini milestones of, you know, yeah. like, like you've said, currently she's sleeping about three hours and then you got to feed her and, you know, she wakes up and yada, yada. Well, it's going to go to four. Right. And then when you hit five, you're going to be like, holy shit, I got a full night's sleep. Yeah. And then you're going to yeah. hit six. Right. And then it's like, oh my God, like, then they're up for like two to three hours a day or two to three hours at a time. And they're not screaming the whole time. They're just rolling around and like batting around at like little Playmobil toys and right. shit and, you know, doing all these other weird things and, you know, just being babies and like you can enjoy them more and so on and so forth. And also like recognizing not everybody's a baby person. Right. And that's okay. I wasn't. Right. I'm not. I'm. I, yeah. I'm. I. I am currently. Cause I yeah. One. Because yep. it's my. Because it's mine. Yep. Um. I was. I was never a big like baby person. I'm still not. I don't think I ever will be. No. Like. I. I know for a fact. I'm just. I'm not. Like. It's not where I'm good. Right. Um. I don't have much to offer. Right. Right. Other than, like you've mentioned, assisting your wife. And helping out how you can. Yeah. Right? But you feel very, I don't know, I always felt super helpless. Um, and just like, I was there. And yeah. what do you need? Versus, here's how I can contribute, like, positively to the situation. <laughs> Which is, that's where I've struggled. Like, I, what can you do? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if you're... What if the mother is breastfeeding? I'm just like, there's not much I like you can do. Yeah. Well, no, and I mean, I know a lot of people who, like, the guys would wake up with the girl, um, or the husbands wake up with the wife. Tina's eating drywall. Tina, knock it off. Gosh, Tina. Um, and they like prepare, or they like change the the baby and. Um, bring the baby to the to the mother as the mother is in bed, and like, and, the, and I was never we. My wife and I didn't do that. She just let me sleep, so that I was rested, so that I could take care of shit, like around the house. Yeah, same. Give her breaks when I would get home and whatnot. Um, which is fine, but at the same time, here's this. And I know that's helping, right? It was helpful for my wife. Uh, but when you're in this space of a newborn, that's the thing, right? And you want to feel like you can help with that thing. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like you can. And it's super hard to find your sp find your place in there. At least it was for me. Um, it It is. It's, it's very difficult. Um, we have found, like... Whenever we have to give her this, you know, it's not really medicine. It's more of a, like, I guess it is medicine, but it's like a holistic thing that helps with gas. Mm -hmm. She loves it. Mm -hmm. So I give it to her mm -hmm. because that's like the one thing that I can do for her. Sure. That she enjoys. Yeah. Um, and Courtney is like, you should give it to her. Like as soon as she, Courtney realized she liked it. She's yeah. Like, you're going to give this to her every time. Correct. When you're home. 
I will give it to her if you're at work or you yep. know, whatever. But if you're home, you should give it to her because it's you know same. I don't want to say it's like like dogs, but it's like positive. Hundred percent, you know, positive association. You know, it's like they yep assimilate you to that. And yep, enjoy it, and then that well, means they'll what, enjoy you. That's what that's what they do with the mothers in some respect, right? And like why they light up so much with the moms is because they know that the moms can feed them, right? Right, and they bring. I don't know. So, have you guys tried a bottle yet? Once, mm-hmm. uh, she took it. She took the bottle, but didn't like drink anything out of it. But it calmed her down, and she. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she was old. Like it was at like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Courtney needed to go to Target, and then she had like a nail appointment or something. I don't know yeah, she's done. She's gone for like an hour and a half. So she fed her, and immediately left because she's like, "I need to be back." Sure. At a certain point, and it's just it's easier for her just to leave her like than to take a baby with like yeah you for know, sure. with her so i'm like yeah that's fine i'm home i can i'll watch her mm-hmm. and i'll you know hang out no, it's not i'll know it's called being a dad yeah <laughs> i'll watch her <laughs> i'll keep her alive uh but it's it's easier when she doesn't have her 100 as it is um but this 10 minutes after she left started crying for sure she started crying and we had like planned it out to force. There was a little bit of milk for her mm-hmm. in a bottle, and I did whatever I could. I changed her diaper. I walked around. You know, I was like doing whatever I could. And then at like the forty-five or so minute mark, I was like, I have to give her this bottle. Yeah, because I, she's not like backing off at all. Yep. Um. So I gave her the bottle. She didn't drink a drop. Mm-hmm. But she. You know, took the bottle and tried to suck on it, and it calmed her down. And she, mm-hmm. you know, held it in her mouth for twenty minutes until Corny got home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she fed her, and she was yeah. Like, I know we, I know that helped. Like when we started doing bottle, yeah. I'm looking forward to that where I can like where you can feed them. contribute 100 percent in that right, realm. Like put them down. Um, you know, let the wife sleep, whatever, right? Like, you can assist in that scenario. Um, and we didn't do it with Jocelyn. We didn't do it soon enough. And then it was a, a year-long fight to get her to take a fucking bottle. When did you do it with Jack? It was early. It was, like, within a month we were trying We were getting him on a bottle. And then Jocelyn was what? We forgot. And then it like what are you, hold on. It was a lot going on. I was sick. That's true. So okay. Jen like wasn't thinking twice about it, understandably. Yeah. And by the time it was like, okay, Jen was like working and I have to like assist. And I tried giving her like Jocelyn would not take a bottle. Would she take it from Jen? No. So she nothing. Wouldn't, she wouldn't nothing. take it from anybody. Um and it was because we didn't start it early enough. So like the fact that like Logan has taken one current like at least well she tried it, she just wasn't like powerful enough correct yeah but that's the, that's the first step yeah it she put it in her mouth and she assisted with it or, or gave it gave it her best shot yeah she tried. right 
and she'll get better and better at it as she gets, you know, right. bigger and stronger. Um, yeah, and I, I, I feel like it was three months. It, it was when we tried to give her a bottle. And, and that you felt like that was too late. And it was too late. Yeah. Whereas like we were doing it as soon as we possibly could, you know, as soon as you could with Jack again, so I could assist. Right. Um, you know, you name it. Right. And that's just from what we under, what we learned, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Is just try and get them on, not like get them bottle fed 100%, but just help them understand that food comes from various sources. It's not just from the tit. Yeah. Right, and Jocelyn never understood that, and for a year it was me dealing with a screaming Jocelyn in a car, driving her to her mother at work so she could eat. And like, fine, like one day at like eleven months, I told Jen, I was like, "I'm done. We are breaking this cycle." And it was like ten hours of her screaming at me. Did Jen just knock him home? I told her don't come home until she takes a bottle. <laughs> like I'm. Did she even take it, or did she just no? Like, she, she eventually took it and then she, she eventually just fell asleep, she like, eventually took one. She ate and then fell asleep and I passed out. Texted Jen. I was like, she took a bottle. You can come home now. Yeah. And so then it was every other feeding, back and forth, yeah. like bottle or that, bottle or that, and then it, shortly thereafter, they're, you know, they're on mush. Yeah, food and things like that. Right. So, you know, but it was it was a fucking battle, man, and it was like super stressful for me. Like, I did not enjoy Jocelyn as a baby. Man, that's understandable. Yeah. she was screaming at me all the time. Right, but that, <laughs> and that's that's <clears throat> got to be tough. And so it's just it's just keep trying. That'd be my advice: keep trying. Right, right, and keep trying to do that. Um, and earlier than later, sooner than later. And as soon as she can, then it's like, man, you feel like you have more of a place or more of a role, right? Uh, in in the new world you're living in, um, yeah. Because when we didn't do it, it sucked. Yeah, sucked. that's tough. That's tough. Sucked. Yeah. So, you know, changing diapers, screaming babies. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's not what I. Imagine it to be. What'd you imagine it to be? I just never did it. So, yeah, but you said it's not what I imagined it to be. So, like, what did you imagine it to be? Gross. And I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not like not gross. Yeah. But it's like you just do what you got to do. For sure. Like anytime, any of we didn't spend a ton of time around your kids when they were super small. Like, mm-hmm. and you're changing a diaper every right two or three hours Mm -hmm. um but courtney's family lives like in town yep so they have there's four nieces slash nephews um about to be five um and there's diapers all the time and very quickly everyone learned not to ask me to change your diaper because i was just like no (laughs) i was just like i'm not doing it (laughs) i didn't even try no the first diaper i changed was in the hospital was logan's was logan's and the first, I take this back, the first one was assisted by a nurse. For sure. Because she's like, do, they you, don't know, trust do you know what you're doing? And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, I'm going to show you. And yep. then she like did it. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, she essentially said, 
do that. I was like, well, you just did it. I know. Take it off. Put a new one on. Pretend like you're wiping dirty, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, you got some diaper practice. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first one I've ever changed. Um, yeah, it's, you know, you do what you got to do. You it's, get used to it. Yeah. Like so fast. It's wild. And now that's where I, in our current state, that's where I can sure feel like I can help. 100%. So if she needs a diaper change, I'll take her to yeah, I got it. Right. Absolutely. Like, Courtney, get your water, get your, you know, get a snack, whatever. Mm-hmm. Check your phone. Like, I'm just like, I'll go do that. Yeah. I'll bring her back down. What's the one piece of advice that you, like, got prior to or... Like in the hospital saying, make sure you do this or whatever that you found valuable, super valuable or helpful. Do you have one? Like helpfulness, it's everybody gives you advice and it's like no baby, every baby's different. So it's mm-hmm. everybody's advice is kind of bullshit. Well, that's where I was going to go next is like, what's the, what's the biggest one like that you got where you're like, God, that just did not apply to us. At yeah. All. Like it's, I can't, that's the thing that I can't, I can't think of a good one or a bad one. Cause I'm in, in my brain. I'm like, mm-hmm. she does what she does. Like I'm not, she's a month old mm-hmm. or, you know, at the time a newborn, what works for your baby may or may not work for her. hundred percent. man. We're just going to do whatever works for her and just go from there. hundred percent. Uh, Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Other like it's like the cliche, like don't like take advantage of this time and like remember it. Like don't sure take this for granted. Mm-hmm. That's like the one thing that I'm like always trying to think of. Sure, is stay in the moment and like pay attention and have fun. Appreciate like, the crazy. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't. Get frustrated to a point where you're like, you know, mad. Like, get frustrated if you need to for a second, mm-hmm. and then take a step back and realize what is here. Yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's awesome. It's just, it's, it's a lot. It's crazy. It's just it's a lot. Hard, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, bro. Um, and it's cliche, but it is like it's very true. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have a question for you. Oh, so J- Jack was obviously the firstborn. Yep, that I know of. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and everybody says like girls are, they're like girls are daddy's girls, and yep, you know all that stuff. Was it like, is does Jalzen have you like wrapped around her figure compared to Jack? Yeah. Did it happen right away? Yeah. Like day one? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's what I'm a... I don't want to say I'm concerned about it. But like if we have a boy... We're planning on having more than one child. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, God willing, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had a boy first. Mm -hmm. So Jack's, Jack's older, obviously. And like... The protector and, you know, hopefully and all that, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Jocelyn's your little girl. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that if I have a boy next, I'm just going to be like, girls over here. You know what I mean? Like, like you're just going to want to hang out with him? No, her. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so you know you won't. I know like I won't, that, but I'm like, like that dramatic. It's not going to be that dramatic, um, but I'm just going to be like, that's what I'm. And like, and I know you're, it's not that dramatic for you. Yeah, like daddy's little girl is more, and Jen notices it, is that like I'm just, I'm softer towards her than I am towards Jack. Right? And disciplinary and like, correct. Okay. Uh, and I, and I've, and I know I've, I've mentioned this uh, in the past, right? It's like, well, he's the first. And so he's learning all of my expectations for the first time first. He's going through everything first. Right. She's witnessing it. Right. Even if it's subconsciously, she's still. She's taking that in. Yeah. And, and she sees it. And, like, the best example I can get give is, like, table manners. I'm always on Jack about chewing with his mouth open. She is the chewing with your mouth open Gestapo. She <laughs> she corrects her friends. She'll run up to her Good. friends' parents. Good. And tell her friends' parents um, that, you know, little, you know, Jamie is chewing with her mouth open. Good. And their parents are like, uh, well, we haven't like really gotten into that yet with our kids. Right. <laughs> and so she, she just, she sees these issues and she, you know, kind of like jumps on them ahead of time. That being said, yes, I am softer on her. I know that. I, I am trying to be softer on Jack because I don't want it to be so apparent um, or so such a just such a wide gap of how I'm like treating them both. I don't want yeah, yeah, him yeah. To, I don't yeah. want him to ever feel like I'm treating him differently than her. Um, but as our sister will tell you, she, she couldn't get away with anything. Mom and dad were on her case all the time. Right. And we got away with murder. In her words. No, even I, though neither of us murdered anybody. Right? No. Like, yes. No, I I will say it on this podcast um, for the world to hear. I have never murdered a human. Congrats. Thank you. She <laughs> thinks we do bad things. <laughs> I've never murdered anybody. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she thinks we, um, I mean, we did get away with a hundred percent. Like my curfew was later than hers. I didn't even have one. Right. Yeah. So it's well, like, to be fair, I was, yeah, they, you know, they, they were, were just hoping for the best with you. They were done with kid. They were like, yeah. all right, we think you're a pretty good kid. Yep. Go. Good luck. Totally. Right. And, but that's just also, I think that's natural, right? Is like that there's first one to go through it. Gets it the hardest. Absolutely. Because that's the first time you're going through it. Right. And you learn from your mistakes and so on and so forth. But, yeah, like, no, when uh, when Jack was born, it was very much, I'm super proud and, like, super excited about all of this. Can't wait for all the fun adventures. When Jocelyn was born, I was also feeling that way, but then thinking, have to take care of her. Right. right. And I, which is totally understandable. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, so I don't think you'll be anti one or you know what I mean. I just don't. I don't think you'll be like that. And who knows? You know, maybe you'll have all girls. It's not something you got to worry about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I've always wondered about that. Like you've always heard, like the cliche, like. What's well, a hundred percent true? girl, and yeah, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. It's the same for our dad. Yeah, he was, you know, when he died, we were going through his dresser, and he had all of her letters that yeah. she ever, you know, birthday cards, whatever, saved. He had this book about like why dads need little girls, and yeah. he had written stuff to her in there. Oh, I ain't get shit. <laughs> I don't know about you. No, he he had. <laughs> He had like a handful of like baseball cards that I thought were valuable. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That was pretty much, and it was like He's they like, weren't oh. in like cases; they were just thrown about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I yeah. gave them to him when I was like seven, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll keep it." Yeah, a whole lot of these. <laughs> they go in my underwear drawer. Yeah, yeah. So, and and it was it was cool to see that. Like, Jen's stuff was, like, neatly organized. For sure. And I'm sure he looked at it often. Absolutely. Like, there's no way it would be that, like, I want to. I don't want to say it was, like, meticulous, but it was, like. Oh, well, he was meticulous. But it was clearly, like, yeah. in its own category. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, so I think it's, I think that's a normal thing. And it. It it hold you know Jack very much gravitates towards Jen, yeah. And Joslyn you know gravitates towards me, and vice versa you know, yeah. But at the same time, they both play us. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Jack will ask mom for something, she says no, or go ask your father, and he comes down and asks me, and it's like mom said it was cool. Like all right, you know, like yeah. he knows what he's doing. He knows the game, and it, they know it. Or they learn it quick. And Jocelyn does the same thing. She knows, like I'm cool with. I don't know. I'll give her candy more often or something, right? And so she'll come to me for that. And you know, mom will make her do something she doesn't want to do, so she avoids her for that. So they know what they're doing, right? There's no easy way around it. They're they're. There's traps everywhere. They set them for you, and we walk, we walk right into them. Yeah. Because you just want them to be happy and healthy and all that stuff. That's all so, that matters. 100%, man. Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm super excited for you, man. I We've all, like, wanted this day, time, whatever you want to call it, to happen for you guys for a while. So super excited for you guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Can't wait to, like... Have you on more and more and hear about the adventures of Logan? Because yeah. they're coming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she can't move right now without your assistance, but as soon as she starts moving, yeah, can't wait to hear it. That's when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> uh, no, it'll be fun. We're excited. I mean, I'm. Yeah, we were trying for a while, so it. Yeah, it's uh, crazy that it's here, and but we're just excited to go through all the ups and downs and. You got you no know. choice, so yeah, that's true. You're just you're yeah. in it now. Yeah, that's uh, this is it. <laughs> this, this is your life. Uh, um, yeah, and yeah. Well, hopefully you can play video games sometime again soon. I try. I know you try, and I'm stunned that you're even trying. If I'm being honest, well, to like, I mean, to be fair, 
I can't do anything yet. <clears throat> no, I for know. For the most part. So it's like, Courtney's like, do you want to play video games? And I'm like, I wouldn't. I hate it. And then she's sure. like, I'll go. I mean, I'll, I'll take her to bed. And Yeah. Like, what's she going to do if she sits next to you while I go to sleep? She's going to sleep. So I can, might as well just take her upstairs and go to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, and then if, if you know, she, if shit hits the fan and, you know, there's shit on the walls and shit on the <laughs> ceiling, like, she'll call me and be like, hey, get up here. I need some help. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, but I try. Absolutely. It's just not a... I don't have times. Yeah, it's not as regular or as consistent. Time doesn't matter or to I you can anymore. Give you guys a time, and then it's like, well, it's irrelevant. Yeah, without a doubt, you hop on when you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, man. So super excited. Um, again, can't wait to see what happens. Oh, you have one more question. Well, I might have two or two. I brought it up on Ben's pod after I heard Brandon's peeing on T Box's story. Yes. Do you? And I know you asked. Nick. I, had to, I think I asked Ross. Maybe it was Go Ross. for it. Anyways, what are you the best in the world at? Well, and I think that question's not framed appropriately. I think it is. Well, I'm not. I'm probably not the best in the world. You're the best in the world at something. I doubt it. There's 7 billion people on this planet. Something, like, obscure that you do that, like, no one else does. All right. I'm like, the, Brandon, Brandon is probably the best... Here on tea boxes sure. in the world, sure, because no one else does it. Yeah, and that's very unique. And yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, to be fair, I asked this question with no answer for myself. Yeah, I just think there has to be something that everyone is better than everyone else at. Like some obscure ass. Well, Logan's not better at anybody, at every, at anyone. Well, at no, anything, not yet. Right? But she's even the best in the world at everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I like want us all to think about this question because there has to be one thing. Like, is it literally like making pancakes? No. While. Like, it's not like one thing. It's like doing this while doing that, while doing that. It's like, it can be whatever you want. But it just has to be sure. one thing that everyone in the world is the best at. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, I think we'd all have to think about it. I've, I've been racking my brain for a month, and I can't think of a damn thing, but I have to think there is one thing that I'm better See, at. See, that's where I come at. I come from on it. That I don't think that. I think you can have something that you, like, what's the one thing that you think you are the best at in your life? Not that you're better than everyone else in the world at it. Because that's a tall task. What am I the best at? Yeah. Sleeping. But you're not the best in the world at sleeping. No, but I might be the best in the world. Right, but you are a very good sleeper. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that's your no, best but that, skill. I know that. I know that. But there's got to be some weird, obscure thing that I do that no. Well, Ben said it on his podcast. Do you scratch your throat? I can do it. I yeah. just don't do it. Very I do it all the time. Yeah, I do not. So that Ben immediately said that I was the best in the world. 
Because <laughs> he... That, that might be the most annoying sound in the world to that. Yeah. To him. And I apologize, Ben. I know you're listening. Um, yeah, no, I mean... I could do it for hours. And I don't... And it, like... I think that's a good question to pose to others about someone else. Right? Because he immediately had an answer for you. Yeah, and he didn't have an answer about himself. Right. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's how you start off every podcast. I think I'm going to start over off now, moving forward with are you a fan or are you a fanatic? Ross. Mm-hmm. I have, I, this is my other thing I have to do. Okay, yeah. This might take a minute. Okay. Did you send this to him? This Oh no! Blog I I'll let you read you. it quick. But yeah, no, I didn't. You know, and I and I got to get him credit, give him credit, right? Like he's uh, love or hate the guy. He knows how to generate content and or generate buzz, and he is generating some buzz. The COD Squad group text that day was on fire, heated. Yeah, it was on fire. Everybody's been. If pretty- Ross would have been in the Midwest at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would have found him and beat him up. He might have got murdered. <laughs> he might have got murdered. Yeah. You got it? You got this it. list? I have it. Sports misery in Minnesota. Go for it. So This would be a fitting end. This is a blog. It's on Barstool. Um, this was written in October of 2019, so there is probably some updates to this. But the title of the blog is Why Does God Hate Minnesota So Much? Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip past the, like, the wording, like the blog. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, just going to read the, the list. What year does it start? 1991. Jeez. We're, that's all they're starting with? Yeah. Okay. Not the, not the, the four, Super, four Bowl Super Bowls that we went to and lost. Um, okay, go. Anyways. Not the Lakers leaving Minnesota. Yep, go. Uh, Ross. Uh, 1991, Twins win their second World Series in five years. None of the four Minnesota sports teams have played for a championship, played for a championship since. Not one, just been there. Yep. 1996, the Wolves draft Ray Allen, immediately trade him. 1998, 15-1 Vikings, losing the NFC Championship game on Gary Anderson's first missed field goal of the year. 2000, the Vikings lose 41 donut to the Giants in the NFC Championship game. 2002, the Twins win the division, lose to the Angels in the ALCS. 2002, the Wild are swept by Anaheim in the Western Conference Finals. 1997 to 2003, the Wolves lose in the first round of the playoffs for seven straight seasons. Mm-hmm. 2003, David Ortiz. Leaves the Twins, signs the Red Sox. Also 2003, Twins in the division, lose to the Yankees in the LCS. 2003, last second, Nate Poole t- touchdown, keeps the Vikings out of the playoffs, Packers make it instead. Mm-hmm. 2004, Sam Cassell hurts his hip doing the big balls dance. He's baller, though. Wolves lose to the Lakers in the West Conference Finals. That's pretty dope. That has to be the worst... Injury yep. celebrating. I don't think that's where you heard it, but go on. Anyways. The legendary <laughs> celebration. Yeah. Uh, 04, Twins win division, lose to the Yankees in the LDS. 05, uh, Randy Moss traded the, to Oakland. <clears throat> Vikings get the number seven overall pick, which they used to take Troy, Troy Williamson. Troy Williamson. 
three touchdowns in three seasons. Turns out he couldn't see. Yeah. He was blind. Yep. Couldn't like, catch either. Like, literally could not see anything. Couldn't catch, couldn't see. Uh, 06, Twins win the division with the AL Cy Young, the MVP, mm-hmm. and the AL batting champ. Mm-hmm. Swept, swept. swept by yep. the A's in the first round. Get swept. I need, I need to make a little uh, author's note on this. I also believe that Joe Nathan was the Rollades relief man of the year that Might year. Have been. Yeah. Might so have they been. literally swept every category, <clears throat> mm-hmm. if that's true. Uh, 2007, KG forces trade to the Celtics. Good for him. Immediately wins the title. He deserved that. Also deserved the title. Yep. 08, Wild won the first division title, lose the abs in the first round. 2009, so my, other than the Vikings, well, no, this is, this, 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 the list is so long. This might be the worst one. The Wolves draft Ricky Rubio fifth overall. Johnny Flynn, sixth overall. Steph Curry goes seven overall. DeMar DeRozan goes 10 overall. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Johnny Flynn played an NBA game. He did, just not many. That's tough. To, I'm, that was tough to swallow. Uh, 2009, Twins win the division game 163 to win the division. Swept by the Yankees in the LDS. Yep. 2010, Vikings choke. Well, that was also 2000. It was 2010 when it happened, 09 season. I'm not going to read this because they didn't choke. Uh, Bounty Gate against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Not reading I that. Mean, they didn't choke. You'd say they did. 12 men in the huddle. Fine. <laughs> Peterson fumbled like three. There should have been Anyways, 10 go ahead. roughing the passers yeah. on Brett Favre. Keep going. Uh, 2010, Vikings, or Wolves draft Wesley Johnson at number four over Cousins, Hayward, and Paul George. 2010, Vikings or Twins win the division, swept by the Yankees. 11, they draft Christian Ponder 12 overall. 11, worst in worst team in the NBA, loses the lottery. They lose mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving and instead pick Derek Williams at two overall. 2012, <laughs> AP misses a single season rushing record by nine yards, loses the Vikings in the first round with Joe Webb at quarterback. <laughs> 14, 15, Wild loses the Blackhawks. 16, wide left. Seahawks. 17. Wild set the franchise record for points, losing the first round. Mm-hmm. 17. Twins blow a 3 0 lead to the Yankees in the AL wildcard game. 17. Vikings blow out in an NFC championship or NFC championship game one week after Minneapolis Miracle with the possibility of the first home Super Bowl on the line. Yep. So Ross, they go to? What's that? What year was that through? That was through 2017. It was written in 2019. Yep. So, Ross, <laughs> suck my ass. <laughs> yeah, he's heard it. He's heard it from a lot of us. Something. I mean, I, the level of ineptitude up here is pretty impressive. I think the most impressive one I mean, I think the Vikings not having won a Super Bowl is crazy impressive. I think the most impressive thing occurring currently 
is the Twins haven't won a playoff game in 20 games or 19 straight games. I think it was 19. Yeah, 19. And they not only have they done that, what, are, what is it, like games. 12 of them betting against the Yankees? Like they haven't won a single game? Yeah. And then 19 they, games. The, 0 for 19, Justin. The COVID year? Is nuts. It's insane. Baseball is like the one game where they're like, you play seven because the other team's going to win one. Correct. <laughs> uh, uh, the craziest, the worst, the worst one, and I know it was COVID, so it was shortened season, but the Twins played a below 500 Astros team in that COVID expanded playoff deal and got swept. Yeah. Yeah. That team didn't win half their games. Yep. And the Twins got swept by them. Yep. That's, them's the Twins, though. I was trying to end this on a positive note. I have some Thanks. more thoughts about Minnesota sports that I, we could go another hour, but I yeah. know we need to go to bed. No, we we should go to bed. Um, Christ. Trade cat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stop trying to sign these weird free agents and just keep your farm system in place. Uh, that's the end. Hey. You know, shout out Nick, shout out me. Good. All right. Go back to the North Stars colors. And uh, <laughs> fuck the Wolves. Go back to the Lakers colors and Ooh. bring back the baby blues. Ooh. That's a hot take. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, we'll wrap it up on that, man. I have one more thing. Yes. Sorry. We're, we've no, we're not wrapping it up. Uh, it's just like my podcast with Nick. I think I started to wrap it up an hour into it, and we went another hour. Go ahead. You talked about the Twins pull, like bringing up players. Yeah. The Twins took a rookie of the year sl- and a batting, AL batting title out of Luis Arise's hands. That's right. Because they only played him like 90 games, and he didn't have enough at-bats to qualify mm-hmm. for either award. Yeah. He was the best hitter in baseball Yep, when he was – you know, 19, whatever. Right. And he didn't qualify for anything. Yep. And now he won it this year, which is great. Mm-hmm. But they took one out of his hands because they were worried about his contract, which is crazy. It's not crazy. It's also, he it's wasn't a first-round pick. It's like fucking criminal, man. He was prop. I don't know what round he was picked in. Pull him up. That's the point. That's, that is the, that's the point, man. Right, it doesn't matter. Like you got these guys that are good. Like just give them shots. Bring them up. Right, bring them up. Let them play. Have oh. these young upstart teams. Let's go win a title instead of trying to like snag these. Hat. Or if you if you truly believe you can't win a title, bring them up. Let the league see what they can do, and trade them for a haul. Well, that yeah, that's the idea. Right, like, is quit doing this thing where you wait yeah. two years because you want to get an extra year on their contract. Mm-hmm. Like. Pull them, bring them up, let them ball out, or then you know. Correct. If they can't hit or they can't Correct. do whatever, then you know. Correct. Then you can send them back down and get yeah. them out of your system. Yeah, they think – it's almost like they think anybody who's, like, halfway decent at the lower level is going to be surefire stud at the big league level, and that's just not the way it works. No. Right? So they hold them thinking they're going to get like an extra three years of control on them, which is bullshit. And I would rather know, yeah, this this one doesn't work. All right, we got to figure out a new way, like a new way through. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Know that, 
uh, Royce Lewis is going to be a bust. Yeah. As opposed to, I don't know, did Royce Lewis go to high school in Minnesota? Um, I'm not sure. No. No. How long have you heard that kid's name? Five years. We've been hearing about him for a while. Bring him up. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. That's what the, anyways. You you also brought it up. They fucked him by signing Correa. Mm Mm-hmm. Because then he moved to the outfield. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what's he playing now? It's like, no, he's a fucking shortstop. Right, right. He is your franchise shortstop. Supposed to be. Stop doing this shit. Yeah. Anyways. Frustrating. Well, on that note, after trying to speak positively about our teams. I can't do it. I was trying to. I can't do it. Um, Yeah, we'll wrap it up, man. Um, Here's to a kick-ass 2023. Absolutely. And to the health and wealth of you and your lovely family and Logan. Back at you, brother. Love all you. right, bro. Love you. We'll catch you later. And with that, I hope you all had a fantastic new year. And looking forward to kicking ass in 2023. If you would, if you enjoy this, you know, reach out, like, share, comment, subscribe, whatever you want, right? Um, engage with it. Engage with me. Uh, I would appreciate it. Uh, and with that, everybody be good and do some good. 